Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the world of Nintendo. I'm Christina. I'm James. And I am Michael. That was it. Now we're all hungry because I was talking about Thanksgiving and it's weeks away, but uh, but I'm we ready. just got through I'm Halloween. <laughs> but we're already getting excited about it. I yeah. mean, what are we on? The 8th of November as we're recording this? So it's mm-hmm. not that far away and we might as well already start thinking about it. I mean, two weeks and then we're in Thanksgiving week. Yeah. That's, you that's know the crazy. house. You know the na- houses in the neighborhood that are real excited because like, literally it was November first, and they already had all their Christmas stuff up. Like there's oh, like man. <laughs> Halloween done. Thank their like their Christmas on. Like let's do this. They have the tree up. They got like blown up snowman outside. They're like let's. I'm ready, ready for oh, Christmas. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I I, I like to I I'm like I usually the day after like Black Friday or that weekend after Thanksgiving is when I go out and I start putting up my lights. I start yeah. getting everything decorated. I was thinking about it this weekend only because it's so beautiful here in upstate new york mm. it's like 70 and sunny and usually you know christina had mentioned before where i it's like national lampoon's christmas vacation over here all the time usually i'm the <laughs> i'm out there like clark griswold, griswold putting it up with the, the ladder and the vest and the coat and the thing and <laughs> kind of stapling my shirt to the to the roof and all that stuff so i was like oh could i do it one year where it's not snowing on me and i'm not freezing for two days because inevitably the lights don't work so i have to tweak them and buy new ones and it's like a, it's a week-long process so uh i i opted to stick with tradition though unless next week is gorgeous and then i might do it next week <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I have a one strand of light, so I, I think I can do it any time. It is snowing right now, so you enjoy that seventy degree weather. I will be. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll talk about not doing much because there's um there's a tragedy in the household this weekend, which we'll talk about Uh-oh. at the end of the podcast. Um, but there are more important, brighter, great things this week in our news. Yeah, speaking of lights and things being brighter, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we got another financial earnings report uh, from Nintendo this last week. And it's official. The Nintendo Switch has overtaken the NES. They have sold, wow. yeah, they have sold twelve point fifty three million units between April and September, bringing their total units sold to sixty eight point three million, which the NES was sixty one point nine one million. So that that's awesome. Yeah, I mean they still have a ways to go to take over the Wii. They have like thirty five million to go, but uh, I don't know. I have faith. We'll that's see doable. what happens. That is yeah. doable. Yeah, totally. And now also being a hit now this the list was just the home consoles. So it was the Wii, just the Switch, NES, and SNES, but it is also a handheld console. Don't forget that. So it doesn't also have far to go to beat the 3DS. The 3DS is at 75.94 million. So definitely I think it's definitely gonna overtake the 3DS for sure. But yeah. yeah. This is fascinating. I'm so excited. I bet you this holiday season is gonna we're going to be close. I, I yeah. think it's going to be getting real close. I bet you it'll cut that number in half as far as the the gap between Nintendo Switch and the Wii this holiday season. Well, especially, too, because, you know, the other consoles coming out, the PlayStation, the Xbox and stuff, they're really expensive. And I feel like families will probably not be buying those for their kids. They're going to be buying probably the Switch Lite and the Switch for their kids. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see that. Just, yeah, definitely. So I think this is definitely going to going to boost over the holidays for sure. Um, now, I will mention, too, Nintendo's profits jumped 200% since uh, the last financial earnings report. And then they also sold about uh, the the total that they sold was an 81% increase over last year. Wow. Now, their operating profit from April to September soared 209% to $2.8 billion, 
compared to the same period from last year. And their sales overall climbed 73% to $7.4 billion compared to last year. So just a lot of, a lot of high numbers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Fantastic. it seems super good. I, I own a few Nintendo shares in my day on my Robinhood app. Um, <laughs> and and you know, I, I started buying some of the stock when they were at like $34, and now they're at $70. So they've, they've doubled in you know up to 200%, but like their stock is also up yeah. 200%. Um, year basically year over year if i was to look at the where's one year one year ago margin yeah let me look what robin hood says here they were at they're at 50 dollars. so yeah they're they're they were they're up 20 dollars over over a year then yeah, if i do five years i mean it's it's crazy like it, you can go back to kind of like the wii u era when they were mm-hmm. they were like barely at anything like down to 17 dollars a share which is crazy wow. but you know everything is doing well like pokemon ghost doing super well the the switch is doing super well um i was playing I was playing some games this week and, um, you know, so- something happened, which we'll talk about, but Heather's like, oh, you, you know, you can't play anymore or whatever. I was like, I just picked it up. Right. I was like, literally lifted it off the dock and I'm like, and I'm playing again. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I sometimes I forget that the switch is a switch and you can play it in multiple ways, but it, <laughs> it, it makes so much, so much sense. Uh, you know, just the games that are coming out are doing super well. And in fact, like there's more games coming. Our good friends over at Nintendo Life, um, they were you know, Nintendo redid their website. They updated it recently. I don't know if you've been, mm-hmm. you guys have been over there just a little bit. Like the homepage is different. A little tweaking. A little tweaking. It's easier to find like coming soon, mobile games. Like I, I appreciate the updates. It looks a little bit, a little bit nicer. Um, mm-hmm. The old site was, was fine too. Um, but, you know, you can easily now get to like new games, Nintendo Switch games, games on sale. And like the games on sale page is like nice and organized. And so, so that's cool. But they were scouring the, the, the little, uh, you know, Nintendo.com and, and realize that Nintendo actually, you know, accidentally and pr- purposely, you know, kind of put release dates on things. So, um, you know, they all with the financial earnings, like Christina was talking about, they also usually talk about games coming out in the future. So the website was updated with a bunch of, you know, dates, in, you know, some TBD or TBA, actually, like Metroid and Bayonetta and the new Pokemon Snap and the Breath of the Wild. So stuff that we would expect. But they, you know, they reconfirmed the release dates, basically, that, you know, we have Hyrule Warriors on November uh, 20th, Fitness Boxing 2 on December 4th, Super Mario 3D World on February 12th, Bravely Default 2 on February 26th. Um, so it's just kind of nice to see that, you know, we going into the holidays have a pretty strong next four months from Nintendo coming out. I mean, I've had a lot of people play the Hyrule Warriors demo like we've talked about. Uh, and it's been doing really well. Not to mention that literally Pikmin 3 Deluxe just dropped and is getting super duper, um, you know, uh, great reviews as well. Then the Mario Kart Live, like, you know, we've somehow over the last coming up on four years have had a very constant stream of games. And when you have these constant stream of of games, not only from Nintendo, but from third parties, which we'll talk about, I have a few highlighted on this week's pick. Um, but you have these indie titles coming out, you sell consoles, right? Like you, if you have games, you sell consoles and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be very fascinated about the new, um, generation because I've been this last week, all the Xbox series SX, um, reviews have come out and the PlayStation five reviews have come out. And I know the big thing that people are a little upset about is that there's not a lot of new games, right? All the games, I mean, in this next generation will sort of 
be on both consoles or like you can oh you can play all your old consoles and the your old games on the run better like okay like that that's cool i guess but so i'm i'm fascinated i am getting an xbox and um maybe i'll be able to play it maybe i won't we'll talk about that in a second but uh you know we'll um um i know michael well, if, if Walmart ever ships my other Xbox, he'll get an Xbox for Christmas. <laughs> um, Walmart's just like, it's uh, maybe. Yeah, um, maybe it'll know, happen. It's there. Um, so that's cool. But um, I am fascinated because, you know, like Christina, you said, you know, $500 for a brand new console is, is a large investment. And I think Nintendo mm-hmm. had the, at least has that $300 and $200 price point. So uh, it'll be an interesting holiday season, I think. Yeah, that w- you you make a good point about the launch titles, and I didn't really think too much, you know, because you always just assume the next console is the next thing, and everybody wants to jump all over it. But yeah, there's not a ton of launch titles with them. There, like you said, there's optimized games that are coming out for the Xbox Series X and PS5, and um, it, 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 is that enough to? get people to jump to it you know is that enough to get people to get excited about a jumping everybody's going to get one but do they need it right away or do they want to jump to a switch that are has this huge collection of games that you can play right off the rip so it'll be i think it's going to factor into that decision making and like christina said with the the light the price point is right you know especially if you're buying two of these things it's like why i could get two consoles for the price of the one you know if i were to go to the next gen and this whole crazy library of games, if you've got multiple people playing games in your house, that seems like the the way to go. Yeah, I, I, I feel as like it's weird with the Switch because like, there's a lot of old games. Like I talked about, a lot about Bulletstorm the last few weeks. Yeah. And yeah. that's an old game that was re-released on the Xbox and then re-released on the Switch. And to me, it felt like brand new. Sure. But like, let's say that that game, let's say that like, you know, I get the new Xbox. I'm not going to go buy Bulletstorm again, right? Because it's not like yeah. it's, it, there's going to be a thousand other games and it's not going to jump at me or something. Like, you know what I mean? It'd be pretty yeah. hard unless there was a huge sale and I was like, oh, no, play Bulletstorm. But it didn't have that momentum of like, oh, here's this big thing, right? That that that's coming out, even though it's a re-release. It's like, oh, OK, cool. Like, I'm going to go I'm going to go get that. And right? we've Witcher 3, right? It's like Witcher 3 has yeah. been out for a long time, but you're like, oh, I'm going to get it on the go. So there's that yeah. feel of not only can I take it on the go, but it feels new, even though it's not new in a weird way where, you know, I'm 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 fascinated because for me, my plan for my Xbox is I'm not going to buy any games. I'm only going to do the X cloud game streaming like I'm not yeah. I'm not going to mm-hmm. like I'm, my plan is not to people are complaining about the hard drive space. I'm like, no, you don't get it. Like this thing is the X cloud device like this. Yeah, this thing is all it. about it's made for it. it's all about streaming mm-hmm. games. That's all I want to do with it. And and because I know so far with our with our control demo last week and I played some xCloud games before like it works really well I'm pretty I'm really surprised by it so again but it's kind of like my Steam account right this is this is the problem right I actually went through my Switch this week and I just deleted tons of stuff because I was like I have too much stuff too much too much to think about right like I want to reduce the the load down is the stuff I've like downloaded for a dollar never going to play just delete it I'm never going to play it again and why is it cluttering it so it's like my Steam right I have like 8,000 games on my Steam account I'm not, I'm not going to play any of them Right. But I need, you know, it's, I don't know. So I'll, I'm just fascinated. That's all. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm excited, but I'm, I'm worried in a yeah. weird way. No, They'll do fine. I, they're, they're, I think, I think that all of them, there's plenty of demand for all of it. I think it's all going to do fine. And I think we're going to be surprised. I think Nintendo is going to, it's going to come out pretty, pretty well in this yeah. uh, holiday season. We are currently celebrating 
Mario Brothers 35th anniversary this year, it seems like. And Nintendo and Amazon have teamed up to kind of further celebrate. It's sort of unexpected. I I didn't see this coming, but Amazon is going to be shipping products with Nintendo themed boxes they they are pretty cool actually. They kind of have Mario and Luigi on them, and they've got some you know the the classic Super Mario Brothers artwork and things like that. And it's going to be just completely random at what you get. You don't have to buy something that's game related or Nintendo related to get these boxes. You're going to buy those socks for Aunt Marge, and it's going to show up in this cool Nintendo themed Amazon box. And I and I kind of like this. I I wish. Amazon had more theme boxes actually for the products they sold because it looks really cool. Um, Nintendo did, or Amazon, excuse me, Amazon did say that it doesn't matter what you are buying. It doesn't mean you're getting a box if you buy something that's super expensive. It's just going to be completely random. And it's while the supplies of these boxes last. So you may see them, you may not. It's really just kind of up in the air, but I think we're probably going to start seeing these out, especially now that people are buying for the holiday season. You know, I know Amazon for me, I'm going to be getting shipments from here to, you know, the month before the week before Christmas, probably every week. So I'm kind of hoping I will see one of these boxes in person and get one myself. But uh, I just thought it was kind of neat. Little little theme box, little treat coming our way. It's something to keep an eye out for. It's kind of like nice it. that they're randomizing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Instead yeah, of like saying like, if you buy a Switch, you will get this box because you know that people will be hunting porches. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can't. That, that's that's yeah. definitely a key. You don't want to put yeah. just valuable stuff because the second they see one of these bright red boxes on somebody's porch, they are definitely going to be like, <laughs> oh, and I'll take that. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it would be bad. Um, In addition to the boxes, Amazon also launched a new sort of splash page on their on their website and it shows the timeline of Super Mario's and it's and it's pretty well done. It's kind of cool. All of the stuff they added on there. Yeah. And you on the very bottom of it, you can get 100 platinum points by clicking a button. Boom. And you know what we can do with platinum points? Get stuff. Yeah, buy more physical stuff. I don't know what physical stuff you want, but you can buy more of it. I did get. I, I did I saw get my Pikmin three stuff. Oh, oh yeah, nice. Yeah, I oh think I gosh. saw an email or something like last week, so I have, I have cool. to look into it. Yeah. Cool. No, I did get the zipper case. That's pretty cool. I put my headphones in it, and that's rad. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I like that. Also, if you go to the New York store, if you guys want to venture in, you can redeem points to get a free keychain or pin with purchase of $50 or more. I'm just saying, if you want to give okay, okay. Nintendo like some money, you I would, can do I would love to go back down to the holiday store, to be honest with you, but it's hard to say this time of year what's going to happen now. Did, did I tell you I watched someone, they went to the, I think we talked about this, but I, they went to the Japanese um, Universal Studios. It's not open yet, the Super Mario World. But they, they opened the cafe, the Nintendo cafe, and they tried all of the drinks and all of the all of the the little pancake things that we were talking about. Yeah. And they were like, mm-hmm. like, it's all like all super sugary, but all super amazing. And it looks oh, so nice. cute and like so good. And they also did a breakdown of all the he's going on YouTube. You'll find them. The That's cool. That's cool. So that it cool. ends up being like good. Yeah, yeah. Now I want to go to Japan, but I can't because, you know, COVID. COVID. Well, well. Classic. <laughs> Ah, anyways, in other odd, fascinating news, I found this story um, from our good friends over at Kotaku. I didn't really know that there was even a Nintendo Switch emulator. I just assumed that there was because there's always an emulator for everything. I didn't mm-hmm. know how advanced it was, though. Um, the the emulator, which is called Yuzu, um, which is very popular, uh, 
this is popular according to Kotaku. So there must be multiple then. Hmm. They uh, decided earlier this week uh, to add multiplayer support and then immediately removed multiplayer support from the emulator. Um, And apparently, you know, I'm not big in the emulator scene. They put out a blog. They said that they apologized to their community for the confusion and disappointment surrounding this release. They went on to say that they had some very insightful feedback that led to removing of this feature. Now, according to Kotaku, they said because pretty much emulators are supposed to be made for games that you already own and not for messing around playing with other friends online for games that you have not paid for, which, you know, could. Yeah. Once you add these other features that are making it a not like an emulator of the game, but the actual console in some ways, then it becomes into a legal battle. It kind of always is. But they said the other reason that they believe that this would cause controversy is that the service was only available to their Patreon subscribers. And you could consider that a paid service for an emulator, which seems like a hmm. seems like a no, no. Yeah, it definitely seems case. like a no, no. Yeah. <laughs> so they, they no longer has it. But it's really it's a it's a it's a fascinating read. I, I don't have any, you know, rhyme or reason to have a switch emulator. My switch is just fine. But if you're in that world, um, yeah, that's it's it's. it's Pretty, pretty interesting. Um, and it, it's cool to actually like, you know, <clears throat> learn about it, like how they went through the process of reverse. En- like they, they have like a whole blog about like how they, you know, reverse engineered it, how they do, how you can run your homebrew apps on it and things like that, which is pretty neato. So yeah. if you're doing that, it's, 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 it's kind of cool. It works on Windows and Linux, which is fascinating. So yeah, nice. there you go. It's very, very cool. Well, we did get some news about Pokemon Go this week. Uh, apparently this has been Pokemon Go's best year yet. Uh, according to Sensor Tower, they've made over one billion dollars in just player spending in the Oof. first ten months of 2020. Jeez. They have oh two months left, and they've already hit over a billion dollars. That's pretty crazy. crazy. Yeah, and player spending is also eleven percent up from last year, with you know still two months left to go. And they broke down what countries are kind of spending the most, and it looks like the United States is the largest spending, with revenue hitting one point five billion total uh japan is second with 1.3 billion and then germany ranks third with two 200 wait yeah 238.6 million so jeez yeah. holy smoke spending money on that game i guess <laughs> but it's, it's funny it's like a lot of times i think about just who who's even playing still well apparently a I lot know. of people <laughs> yeah like, i can't believe it holy moly yeah i haven't fired up pokemon go in quite a while and yeah, I guess I need to. Apparently, there's a lot still happening on there. I don't know. Crazy. I think it's it's hitting like a different demographic now. My aunt, last time I saw her, she was super into it. Oh, like yeah? Her coworkers cool. were into it. They were making like competitions out of it. Oh, nice. And I mean, she's like in her 50s, I think. I don't know. That's very cool. But I mean, yeah, so that's yeah. the demographic that seems to be playing it the most right now, at least from what I've seen. But that's I mean, cool. there's... It's a game that, you know, for the most part promotes being outside. Obviously, this year is a little different, but it promotes Mm -hmm. doing stuff and being active and outside and building an actual real life community. Because, you know, obviously the summer when that launched, I just still remember how much of an exciting, amazing experience it was being a part of that and seeing all these people. I've never seen anything like it. So the fact that it still has legs and people are still getting into it and excited about it, I think it's amazing. That's 
it's wonderful. Um, I just, I'm just blown away by the numbers though. Holy smokes. Or, or it could be, it could be just people are buying a bunch of incense so they don't have to leave their houses. Well, I mean, obviously there are people (laughs) not leaving right now and, 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 you know, Niantic did build that into the game so that you don't have to go outside to do this stuff because of the pandemic. But still, it seems like that's smart. It's more accessible. Uh, and it makes sense because now you're including people that maybe you had the uh, inability to play, not just because of the pandemic, because of mobility issues, and now they can be a part of it. So you're opening it up mm-hmm. to a whole another base beyond pandemic related, but to people that just maybe didn't have the chance before. And I think that's nothing wrong with that either. I think that's great. And they're obviously seeing dividends from it. You know, it's, it, it worked out really well. Now, another thing that I think is pretty, pretty cool, and maybe you guys will agree, obviously, we know the pandemic is just ongoing, and that's affected all areas of life and sports being included. Uh, We've seen a lot of sports teams putting cardboard cutouts of celebrities and people, and there's, I've seen a lot of, uh, like, uh, like, digital screens where they just put fake people and they're cheering and yelling, and it's like weird webcam video footage of people cheering well the detroit lions decided to go to a different direction with their cardboard cutouts and they actually decided to fill the seats with animal crossing people uh pretty pretty funny they have a little video that they tweeted out and it's got the all the cute little characters from animal crossing going through the seats with the animal crossing theme song playing and it was it was it was kind of funny and really really cute to see and i i think this is this, I, I can't help but wonder how many people are looking at those and we're like, what the heck is that? You know, and there's other people that are like, no, that's cool. It's Animal Crossing. So it, I, I thought it was really cool. I think it's kind of reaching out to another demo. And obviously Animal Crossing is just across all areas of pop culture right now. And it makes sense that they wanted to include it. And it's fun. It was very cute. I like how they filmed it too. It was almost like a stop motion type thing. I I really enjoyed it. (laughs) Yeah, I liked it. Well, that does it for our news this week. And now we are into the top 10 bestsellers. In first place, carried over from last week is Hades. In second is Pikmin 3 Deluxe. Third is No More Heroes. Fourth, No More Heroes 2, Desperate Struggle. Fifth is Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Sixth is Animal Crossing New Horizons. Seventh, Minecraft. Eighth, Blood Blood Roots. I almost said Blood Rots. Uh, ninth, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. And uh, I just didn't put a 10 on there, I guess. So that's going to be a mystery this week. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. No yeah. one knows. <laughs> I like it. My switch is charging, so I can't check. So that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I, I think... <laughs> Hades is oh like I'm I want to get this and I should have grabbed it when it was on sale because yeah. it's constantly a game that I keep seeing and hearing so much about. So the next time that drops, I am grabbing it because I just keep hearing such good stuff about that game and I I want to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to check it out. Now we're gonna get into new releases we're into this week, and we actually have quite a few checks. Mots has more checks than most, uh, especially on one. And uh, <laughs> let's get to them. What do you got, Mots? Yeah, so on November 10th, uh, it, it is the week of music-based games. Um, I decided to put a check on Fuser, even though we all played it and couldn't figure out how it works at all. But I just want to talk <laughs> about it because you know it is a game from Harmonix, one of my favorite uh, music-based developers uh, out there. There is a normal and a vip the vip is a hundred dollars that has a bunch of bonus content music you know this is from the creators of dan central rock band um this is a 
they call it a nonstop virtual music festival where you control the music. So you're the DJ, you're in control. There's a hundred songs plus additional packs you can download and you play. I want to see someone on Twitch play this so I can understand how this works. Uh, Like I said, there is a demo, but I don't think we could really figure out what we're doing. Um, (laughs) Was there a demo or we just, no, we, there was no demo. We just no. watched the videos. Right? Yeah. This That's was one that was. came yeah. out. I think it was announced in one of the partner yeah. uh, directs mm-hmm. and we all thought it looked interesting, yeah. the, like potential, but how does this have gameplay? It I needs agree. A demo. I, <laughs> it needs a demo. I totally it, It's because it's up to 12 players online. For, so you have 12 DJs partying it up, but yeah, yeah. like there's, they're selling individual songs, right? It's kind of like, um, it's kind of like Just Dance, except for the Just Dance, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, it does it right with an unlimited pass. You just get access to everything. But this really reminds me of, um, you know, Rock Band, where you're like paying a dollar ninety nine for a song to play it. It's like, yeah. oh, I mean, you're not. I mean, you're DJing it. I was like, come on now. I'm just like, you know, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that in 2020. I just feel like you know that's. Uh, I, I understand it because they obviously have to pay money to these licensees for yeah. this music. So it's, some of this is out of their control, mm-hmm. but I do think some sort of subscription based thing would have been a little bit better in, in you know, 2020. Yeah. Like it'd be no, cool totally if they agree. could link it with Spotify. Like if you had a paid Spotify mm-hmm. account, you could link it or something. That'd be cool. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I well. Like that idea. <laughs> I just wish we could see a little bit more because like you said, the gameplay is a little confusing yeah. to me. I don't really understand how we play this game. So maybe the, maybe they'll come up with a demo. Who knows? We shall see. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next game I have checked is called Sukuna of Rice and Ruin. Now, I believe that it was from one of the partner directs ago, like a few previous ones ago that this wasn't in the U.S. version, but it was in the Japanese version of the Direct or the European version of the Direct for some reason, but we didn't see it. So anyway, um, I saw it and I thought it looked really cool, so I put a check on it. It's $40 coming out on the 10th, and it's a side-scrolling platform action game with some survival and crafting elements built in. You control Sakuna, who is the daughter of the Harvest Goddess and the Warrior God, and she must fight demons to reclaim her home, which is like this cute little island, by fighting off demons, weathering the elements, and just farming and cultivating rice. So you fight nice. and then you farm. So that sounded like fun to me. <laughs> yeah, that's so yeah, cool. I had to check on this one. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. cool. I I played I watched the video. It, it did look very cool. I almost put a check on it. I, I was halfway between, but I thought that looked really well done in, in a game mm-hmm. that I haven't heard of, but uh looks definitely one that I again wish there was a demo. Love yeah. demos. Need like, those demos. Hey developers, I love demos. um i put a check on the next one next two oh my goodness um this one is called line light i'm sure that this is probably on steam or something for like a dollar but it's um i should i should have looked it up let me look line light game this this is how you figure it out and you go it's on mobile great which is a dollar it's on steam here it is how much is it on steam ten dollars holy bananas price okay so same price so line light one word it's a 1D puzzle game. Negative Ds. Um, anyways, the, the whole thing is, it's all about like, how can they simplify a puzzle game down to the simplest forms? AKA like, hey, I'm a, I'm a, I don't know this developer, but I'm going to imagine maybe it's one developer, maybe, maybe two. Um, and, you know, it's just a minimalist puzzle game where you control this line that's going up, down, left, right, and these different paths or switches that you can turn on and off. It looked pretty cute. I don't know, not for $10, but a game that like I could mm-hmm. pick up for like two or three bucks 
um, which I did pick up a game, which I'll talk about in a little bit for two to three bucks. Um, but it did look really pretty in some odd way and minimalistic. Uh, and if it has cool sync, you know, stream beats backgrounds or whatever, like I'm definitely into that, but it's sort of like a puzzle game that anyone can play. They say it's, it's a uh, chill and anyone can play it. So nice. I almost okay. put a check on that one, but then I didn't because I feel like I've seen so many of these games on the switch now. True. Like these like minimal puzzle games. So I was like, maybe I'll just hold back on this one. <laughs> True. Well, a game that no one should hold back on and let your body move free. Just dance 2021 is hitting the switch this week. Woo. Just dance. Now this game of course is for $50, but will go on sale for $30 or $20. Like it does every single year. Don't be full paying full price. It will totally happen. I will definitely put it in Heather's stocking yet again for the 18th year in a row. 40 hot new tracks, chart toppers, like Don't Start Now by, I don't know how to say, Dua Lipa, Feel Special by Twice, Senorita by Shawn Mendes. And there's even a little big song, which I'm really excited about. Um, but the big thing with these games is that they're all exactly the same uh, every single year. They have like a new UI. Sometimes they add like a new mode. Uh, they have co-op modes, obviously, for up to six people, which you can play for a, with a Joy-Con or just your mobile phone because they don't care as long as you're dancing. It's good. Um, but the big thing with this is the just dance unlimited, which you get a month of for free, which gives you, and it's really cheap too. It's like, uh, I don't know, 15 or 20 bucks a year. It, it's very dirt cheap to, to, to do this. But what that does is it gives you access to over a 550 songs in the just dance collection. So every, you basically buy the new ones. Um, so you get the new songs that are exclusive to that year, but then all of the previous years are added to just dance unlimited. So you get access to all of them. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. So if you've never owned a Just Dance, it's always a great time to pick up a Just Dance. Um, they all go on sale all the time, but they're super cool. Um, you know, if you're looking for a dancing game, Just Dance. It's it's the game. I'm a bit, I feel like it must have been a direct that we were looking at because I could have swore we just talked about a Just Dance game and now it's coming out. It had to have been the direct that we saw where it was announced and now it's coming out. or something. Yeah. Yeah, Because I was like, I I remember us just talking about this game. So yeah, (laughs) I I didn't know. It it just seems like they're always releasing a Just Dance game. It's so hard. I don't know if 2021 is the date or the actual number of Just Dance games because there just seems like so many of them. Well, but. you know, the the thing with Just Dance is this this may be the first year that it doesn't come to the Nintendo Wii because mm. like they've done that last year. It came to like the Nintendo Wii yeah. as well, which is kind of crazy. It but was a big announcement. It was mm. a big yeah. announcement that they were no longer going to the Wii. It was no longer happening. Um, but yeah, it's there. So like um, so the yeah, the Just Dance Unlimited uh, over here is is um, twenty five dollars for a year. That's what it is. But again, it's, it's, it's a good deal. It's a $2 a month, basically, and you can get access to all of it. Um, yeah, and if you're a big fan of these, why not? Yeah, it's great. And you get a month free when you buy the game, by the way, oh. of Just Dance Unlimited. So you, you can try it out. See definitely it's worth it. Yeah, and it definitely yeah. is. It definitely is. It's, cool. it's great. Everyone That's should awesome. be dancing. Just dancing. Well, you need to see more live footage of you guys dancing around to Just Dance this That's year. So great. <laughs> That's what we all need this year. Uh, my only pick this entire list is a silly one. It's also coming out on November 12th. It's Santa's Xmas Adventure for $9, a little overpriced if you ask me, for what it is. And it is basically a very, very simple uh, puzzle game 
the uh, the premise is that Santa had an accident, he lost his way and all of the gifts, and you basically have to help him find it by sliding tiles around to continue his path so he can pick the stuff up. It's it's a it's just a silly little game. I was actually kind of hoping this was on mobile because I could for like a two dollar <laughs> game on mobile, this would be awesome. You know, it's just like oh, I'm I'm a sucker for seasonal type stuff. I always like to be in the seasonal atmosphere when I play games this time of year and. Uh, this one was a, a fun one. Now, I don't think we'll probably see a demo or anything. It kind of has the art style and vibe of that ski lift game that we've talked about and laughed about. But, you know, not mm-hmm. any of the mechanics, obviously, but just sort of that colorful Christmas snowy look to it. 720 levels. I don't know if I need 720 levels oh in this gosh. game. I think maybe 20 would be <laughs> fine. But uh, I guess, you know, for nine dollars, if you're looking to pay that uh, this one stands out. I think personally, I would maybe put on a wish list, and if it like gets cut in half or sixty percent off, I would try it for you know the month of December, and then probably never play it again. But it was the only thing that stood out to me where I was like, oh, I can see myself playing that for twenty minutes. So as you can buy a physical copy of this game for I do twenty dollars, need a physical copy of this <laughs> game. The the fact that somebody's buying a physical makes me laugh. That would be funny. <laughs> my my favorite. Okay, so the the physical game is actually just a, a download code, but it's twenty dollars. Oh, one of those, huh? This store. Oh great. boy! So you're basically awesome. paying ten dollars for the, the or you buying the physical just to have a piece of plastic. That's amazing. I love it. Well, you can put it's a piece of plastic in a stocking. Maybe that's the whole yeah. point. Oh, there yeah. you go. You can yeah. put a piece of plastic in a stocking that is a good call christina um i've I checked two more <laughs> gotta gotta believe it that is science i picked um need for speed hot pursuit uh remastered 40 bucks coming out and if you like need for speed it's coming out just wanted to mention it no big deal i'm not buying it but it's there um which is cool up to eight players online play that's cool this is the the hot pursuit so it's uh, police versus um high speed chase people so there's that that's kind of cool a little inappropriate, nice. but, um, and, uh, then I also bought, it's on my switch. It's pre-ordered. It's ready to go. Suguru nature, which is a puzzle game for mm-hmm. $2. Um, it's on sale from $10. So that seems official, but, um, it is a game that is, uh, 90 puzzles. It looks like a cross between, um, what's that? It, th- these people, they do the line. These are the lines, people, the word yeah. of five people, the mm-hmm. uh, Sudoku people, Sudoku-esque game. It's a Sudoku-esque game uh, in a way. They're all the same. They do all the same thing. But basically, it's Sudoku, but with weird variations. So it's not just a three-by-three three grid. It is like weird, funky things. And, eh, two bucks or whatever. It's, it's like, you and know. Pretty backgrounds. Pretty backgrounds. Christina's like, done like this. It's like Firewatch. It's like Firewatch-type backgrounds. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, like that style. Their marketing That's style. What, not the style of the game, but like the marketing they did for Firewatch. That is what sold me on it. I was like, oh, yeah. cool backgrounds. But, yeah. you know, Christina, mm-hmm. I think you've purchased a few of those games. Their games. I've purchased a few of their yeah. games. So they get you. Yeah, they're good, like, quick pickup, play for a few minutes, and yeah. good uh, good toilet games. It's the Santa <laughs> Xmas adventure of the <laughs> puzzle, game, uh, puzzle, puzzle game. world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except more reasonably priced. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's yeah. a $9 game that's on sale for two. That's what Santa's Xmas adventure yeah. would needs to be doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yes. On that note, that gets us to everybody's favorite segment in the show. What you playing, Christina? You have a million things you've been playing. Get get to <laughs> well, talking. What do you got? Because I wasn't here last week, so I have to catch you guys up. Yes. Um, I won't go too in depth on my opinions of Hyrule Warriors because you guys already pretty much talked about it 
last week. Um, but I did play that. I enjoyed it. But it's one of those things where I don't really think I need to pick it up. I have mm-hmm. so many games I still need to play. Um, I did also Are play the control demo. Are you saying you won't ever pick it up? Or you're just saying no, not right you don't now. need it day one? Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. I don't. Yeah, maybe if I got it for Christmas, that'd be cool. But it's one of those things where when I actually I was thinking about it after I played it, I actually kind of just wanted to play Breath of the Wild again. Mm, yeah. Instead of having to do the whole like big battle thing, just because that's the type of game I enjoy more. But it's one of those things like if I got it as a gift, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. And then I also played the control demo and I really liked it. I've I've been following this game since it first came out, since they first announced it, because I just love the idea of it. And the story was really cool. I will admit that I did watch the first like 15 minutes of gameplay. Um, I watched some streamer just because I wanted to see what it was like. And that's basically what the demo was. So (laughs) I just got to play what I already watched pretty much. But I really, really want the game. Um, the fact that it's a cloud game, the way that I play games on my switch, it, that doesn't bother me. Um, so I, I, I really want it. I want it bad. Nice. <laughs> nice. Uh, I also finally played untitled goose game, played the multiplayer with my sister and that was okay. <laughs> she, she's watched someone play the whole game before. So it kind of killed the whole like, Oh, let's try to figure this out. But it, I, I, I would still play it with someone else. I think. Yeah. Just not her again, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's hard when it's like you play a game with someone who already knows how to do everything. It kind of mm. ruins it a little bit. Yeah, but all of the all of the charm of figuring it out is yeah. wasted. You're, you're no longer playing it. <laughs> yeah, you're watching it, it them play it, basically. Yeah, and it was funny because my mom was watching us play too and my sister would go off and do something and not really tell me what she was doing. And I'd be like, wait, I thought we were going to check this thing off the list. I'm starting it right now. And then my mom would be like, Kaylee, why aren't you helping your sister? <laughs> she was getting frustrated watching. So that was kind of funny. <laughs> um, I also uh, played a little bit of Animal Crossing on Halloween because you have to. I couldn't no. not. I will say I was uh, visiting family friends when we were playing so i had to like play and there was a seven-year-old sitting there watching me playing and she was super into it and we were like oh no we have to go find a lollipop now so we were like oh she's like oh why don't you ask that animal over there so i was like okay (laughs) (laughs) so that was kind of fun nice uh so beyond that i also played i talked about this game a while ago because it was on sale called the broken circle Basically, it's like a puzzle platform game where you are a circle and you're missing a piece. So you kind of look like a little Pac-Man character thing. And you're just rolling around through this map. And as you go through this adventure of platformer life, basically, uh, you come across these triangle shapes that can kind of fit in your missing. They, they can be your missing piece, but they all have different pe- like. What am I trying to say? They have different skills, I guess. So, for example, the first piece I came across was a pine cone, and he was on this hill, and he's like, I'm just going to stay on this hill and become a tree and live here forever. And then the circle says, well, do you want to come with me and go on an adventure? It'll be fun. So he kind of hops on, and now I'm getting at the point in the story where they're about to break up and because um, they're fighting because the circle just keeps rolling on and on and on and never stops, and the pine cone is too prickly has too prickly of a personality so it's really like quippy sort of cute little jokes that they throw in there um i'm really enjoying it though it's i think it's a pretty cheap like indie game so i recommend it uh this morning i was also going through the e-shop and i saw that jenny le clue which was a game that you checked michael last month yeah it's on sale for 
<laughs> it's on sale for two ninety nine, so I picked it up. Um, <laughs> can you say that again? No, that's it. You get it Aww. once. <laughs> Every time and you then, talk about it, I'll say it one time. Jenny Luke. <laughs> uh, and then in other the last little bit of news i have to share is i got my joy cons back oh my goodness fixed. yeah that so i mailed them out on the 14th it took like eight days for them to get to the facility which is crazy because the facility is only two hours away oh my goodness from where i live Classic usps <laughs> Come yeah, on how now. does that even well, work it was ups it wasn't even usps it was oh, UPS. I UPS. UPS. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, drop off thing. Uh, but I, so the facility got an email saying they got them on the 23rd and I had them back in my hands on the 28th. So nice. <laughs> I'll fix and everything. And it was kind of nice because they sent it back with a letter with like, it explained Nintendo's warranty and a big yellow piece of paper. Dear basically Christina, saying, your yeah. Joy-Cons <laughs> were serviced by... Jenny Leclou. <laughs> ha, have you been testing them? Have they? Yeah, I've actually only pretty much been playing it with my Joy-Cons again because okay. I love playing handheld. Uh. Yeah, and I haven't had any issues so far. And nice. they also said they also said on the thing that they took it apart, they tested it, noticed drift issues, they cleaned it, replaced the uh, thumb stick thingy thing, and mm. that was it. So it was kind of nice that they the kind of had a that's list. That's the actual term. Thumb nick, thumbstick thingy thumbstick thing. Thumbstick thingy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's the technical term for yeah, that. Yeah. It was written in a French accent. Uh, thumbstick yeah. thingy thing. Yeah. <laughs> Very so, cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that we're is. All, we're all a, a week big, later. Happy family again. Yeah. I was nice. surprised. I thought it was going to take a month, considering how long it took the Joy Cons to get there. And fun fact is, a girl I went to high school with, who currently is out in Seattle right now near UMOTS, worked in that facility. Oh wow. Yeah, so I was talking with her a little bit about, you know, what it's like working for a certified Nintendo repair shop and maybe we'll have her on the podcast someday. <laughs> she can fill us in on yeah. it. That's cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. How about you, Mots? What you got? Yeah, this week was uh, fascinating. It started to get cold over here, which we talked about. So there was, uh, and, and obviously the daylight savings has occurred, which mm. is stupid. And, um, you know, we... <laughs> We were inside a little bit more this week because it's because the cold and the dark. And uh, Heather came to me and she said, "Hey, I want to, I want to, I want to play a game together, a video game." I said, "Okay, oh, this is, oh. okay, there's a rarity in the house." So I said, "Okay, well, let's let's see what we got." Duh. So I said, "I got two games." I said, "I got two games." That way, if you don't like one, we can just go on to the next one. So the first one I picked up was a game that came out last week, which was Part Time UFO, um, nice. which is from our yeah. So you play a little UFO and you go and grab stuff. And uh, this is pretty cool because it's a, 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 you know, you can easily multiplayer it within, you know, you go through the the little tutorial, which takes, you know, two minutes, and then you can just immediately boot up into uh, multiplayer mode. You got two little UFOs and you're stacking stuff and you're grabbing stuff. It's like a grab machine. You know, you're grabbing stuff and you're moving stuff and you're trying to stack stuff high, solve puzzles. There's little bonuses on it. Super cute, really well done. Uh, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I think uh heather enjoyed it but it was a little frustrating because it was like swinging and stuff's kind of swinging a lot and didn't you mm-hmm. know couldn't really balance you know, balance things out and uh, you know i don't know maybe it's joy con drift no i don't know, we know how to <laughs> but uh you know in, in general i think she enjoyed it it was fun i think she liked that it was cute you can unlock little costumes with have different abilities for your ufos we mm-hmm. turn one of our ufos into a little monkey that's cute um mm-hmm. 
and you do your little, little tail swoops down and gets stuff, which is cool. So it's really fun. I like the art style of it. It controls really well. Uh, it every, like I said, every single chapter has like three different, um, levels in it, I would say. And, and you, you have to do the challenges. It's like any game ever, like any mobile game, but you, 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 <laughs> you know, you, you get stars and then that's how you unlock the next level, blah, 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 blah. Sure. That was fun. We played that for maybe, I don't know, 30 minutes until we got to one stage. That was a little, we were stacking cheerleaders and we couldn't stack the cheerleaders high enough. And they kept, they're all every, cause it's weird. You're picking up weird things. Sure. Like this one, you're, you're putting together like a, a grease tower, like house, you know, like with pillars and stuff. And then this one's like stack the cheerleaders as high as you can. And like, you know, these different weird things. So it's, it's, it's fun and silly and it's well done. It's definitely worth the money. It's, it's very calm and chilling, um, just calm and chill music. I should say it's just very calm, calming okay. in a weird way, kind of like a grab machine. Like it's, you know, it's, it, without the frustration because, you know, it always picks up. It's not like the grab machines that, you know, you go and grab it, it slips out. Right. It's, just, yeah. it's, it's there. But then the other game, which I think Heather enjoyed a lot more surprisingly was a game that we, I think, I don't know if a few of us purchased or it was recommended on the show or something, but I remember it was on sale for like, I don't know, a dot. Let me see what it was. If I can find it in my, in my, I know there was a demo for it, right? Oh, there is a demo for it. Mm -hmm. Um, Me and Michael both played it. Conduct together. Maybe you guys recommended it to me. Yeah. Um, Anyways, this game is fantastical. It's amazing. It's super (laughs) fun. I mean, so to me, it was, it was really, really fun. So you, um, and we play multiplayer right away, which is really weird, too, because the multiplayer is like, oh, the normal play, the, the whole goal of this game is that you're on a little circuit and a train's coming around. You're controlling the train. You can start and you can stop it. You can change the gates open and closed. And the whole goal is to pick up people and drop them off at other stations. And sometimes you have to cross roads, which there's cars on. So you have to stop or try to time it correct. Or there's like other trains that will come in. Sometimes they add more trains. So you're not only just controlling one train. Sometimes you're controlling four trains with a ABXY. And then the gates, sometimes you're controlling oh. one gate, but sometimes you're controlling four gates. Yeah, it gets real intense real quick. And sometimes there's there's tubes and tunnels that you don't know where it's going to come in and out of. It can get real complicated. Um, and you play all these little worlds. They're all different. So we went for, from the first world to the second world, which was all like winter themed and kind of like snowy themed. And there's another one that's all like city themed. Um, desert themed and with the game though if you're play by yourself you control both the up down left right which is opening and closing gates and also the um a b x y which is starting and stopping trains so they don't run into each other right? if anything runs in you start over you can also slow down time with the triggers but for multiplayer they don't even they, there's not like a mode that you put it in you just hand someone the Joy-Con and now they are controlling the trains, right? Oh. Like, it's just mm-hmm. like, and here you go, you're handing responsibility off. So there's not like a magical, there's no menu. There's not like go into multiplayer mode. It's like, no, it's like by nature of the game, very smart, very, very clever. They're like, and now you can do So we're sitting there. It's it's almost like overcooking. We're like, I'm like, stop B, start A, stop it. I'm like, I'm gonna open this gate. Like, I gotta go, gotta go to the red one, you know. And, and it's it's very clever. So like, your your goal is that you need to drop off people in the same color. So you might pick up blue people, and you need at the red station, but you need to, so you need to figure out the the route to get them to the blue station. 
Um, so it's fun. It's, it's really good. I'm trying to figure out where and how I play it, where I, how much I bought it for. I don't see I it. Think, in my I think I was thinking of unrailed. Yeah, unrailed. Unrailed. That's oh. what I was thinking. But Michael, I'm pretty sure you did get a code for this one, or at least you had it checked. Uh, no, I did have this one checked because it was something okay, my cousin plays then. a lot of, and mm. it's actually on sale right now for two dollars. It's ninety percent off. Yeah, I bought wow. it for one penny. Oh, nice. even better! That was a real <laughs> steal. I, I think I think that this was one where if you bought like a bunch of the you know the game every oh, okay. day or whatever, sure. that's what, so. Anyways, deals. this game totally worth two dollars. Super fun, um, and you unlock new trains. That's the cool part. Like. Nice. Yeah, you unlock new trains. And yeah, so yeah, this one doesn't have a demo available, but I would highly recommend it. It's very good. Yeah, my my cousin plays it. He loves it. Uh the one unrailed is also a co-op, Christina, unrailed. that involves a train. Yeah. And that one's fantastic. Yeah. Really, really well done. That one's also very, very good. You guys would probably enjoy it. You and Heather would probably enjoy Unrailed. Downloading a demo. Yeah, that one's, on my one's a lot of fun. You'll have to let nice. us know next week what you think of it because it. I, I played the demo. I really loved it. My cousin Josh, he bought it as well. I know Christina played it. A bunch of us played this and oh. really well done. So a lot of good games there. A couple couple co-op games. I like this. Yeah, I'm not even done yet <laughs> because I may or may not be able to report back on Unreal because I went to go set up Mario Kart Live Home Circuit, which I've had for a few weeks, but I've been waiting um to you know clean the house get the floors all nice and tidy for the circuits and they're going and i'm ready sure, yeah, um yeah. Uh, i got the luigi that's uh I got, I got both of them but i'm keeping the luigi um to give everyone the side eye as he goes <laughs> past me um so i go and I, I i set up the game and then i hear this Pish, and the tv just goes off right oh no and it's and then oh, no. the light the little power light starts blinking seven times i have an old plasma from 2011 and um, and I'm looking it all up, and one of the boards on the inside apparently has gone bad. So the plasma the plasma tubes are still good, so that's that's good. Um, and and my my plan with this TV is to to ride it till it dies. And funnily enough, Heather's <laughs> like, I think it has died now, so let's go to Costco and buy a new TV. And I say, Nay, I'm going to take this apart. And which is funny because I've complained <laughs> for five years about wanting to buy a new TV. And now I'm just like, no, I'm going to I'm going to go on eBay. I'm going to buy the replacement part. I'm going to open it up like it's 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 on our living room floor in shambles. I went to Home Depot, bought a multimeter to see which circuits bad. Mm-hmm. And um, I picked up a part for 30 bucks on eBay. So we'll see if it comes in and if that fixes it or not. Um, apparently, it's super common, just like at some point, some something goes, goes bad on the inside. Yeah. So. Um, so that was a bummer. And Heather's like, did did Mario Kart just break our TV? I go, maybe. She's like, she's, you know, there's, she's like, there's a lot going on. There's got the Wi-Fi, you got the cameras. I'm like, I don't think that's how that works, but maybe <laughs> I, I can't I can't I can't definitively tell you no because I was playing the Mario Kart on the TV for like when literally 30 seconds and then boom. Um oh, man. just it was anyways, too much, couldn't handle it. It's too, too much power. <laughs> too much power. So, anyways, Mario Kart Live Home Circuit. So I I took, I cleared out the kitchen and I set you. It's it's amazing. This this thing is the best, it's the best thing ever. It's the best thing on the Nintendo Switch. It's nice. so good. Besides Zelda. It's amazing. Like <laughs> you Nintendo love card loves cardboard. I don't know what it is, but they love it. And but this, the little you basically put up gates in your house. And um, this may not be new to people, but I'm, I'm giving you the if you've never heard of this thing, it's one hundred dollars, right? And you get a you get a RV like a, a VR, not VR. It's a VR AR physical RF cart. Like you have the cart, like the real cart, right? It's like sitting on my shelf. It's like it's pretty good size. I would say it's like a um, 
it's a little bit smaller than the Switch, but it's it's if you had just the Switch without the Joy-Cons, that's the size of it, and it's you know a few inches high. It's it's legit high, but it could go under a couch, for example. Okay. Um, really well built, super good because I've been banging into everything. It's held up really well, and um, so you, but you get these four pieces of cardboard, and they're all pre constructed for you. you. Just kind of have to fling out the 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 gate feet and set it down, and. Nintendo says you should weigh it down with books or whatever. And I've seen tons of people make and watch reviews. They're like, it takes time to do this. It takes five seconds. <laughs> just don't run into the gate and you're fine. Like just even if you run into the gate, pause the game and then move the gate back over. It's fine. You don't need to put down books or anything. So you, it's really cool. You put down these gates. There's four gates and you got to put them in order. And then in, in your house and you, 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 there's some magic to kind of figuring out like where a gate should go, like, you know, this and that and. And, and what you do, once you get them down, you um, say create course and you drive the course and this course is uh, will overlay in the game and it'll be the course that the enemies that you're racing against go on. So you got to kind of figure like, do you want to take a tight turn here? Do you want it to be a bigger turn? Like, cause you can drive wherever in between the gates and that becomes the course. Oh, okay. Okay. So you're driving, you're doing this thing. And so I made like this kind of like L or kind of like, uh, you know, L shape or whatever. And, um, and you can just drive, you could just drive around. You can change the gates. Like, cause it's kind of like now you have the gates up and you can have like a trial mode where you're just racing around, but you can change the gates. Sometimes there's power up. Sometimes you can have boosters on them. You can have enemies on them. Um, and you can just drive around and just have fun. And you can switch between 50 CC, 100 CC, and unlock 150 CC, which I did. And that's the speed of how fast like the cart goes, like not only in the game, but in real life. Oh, right? nice. <laughs> like that's cool. Um, you start at 50 CC, which is relatively slow, but uh, 100 CC is unlocked as well by default. So you don't have to unlock it um, from what I found, at least. And to get uh, 150 CC, it took me 30 minutes. So it's not, it's not a lot of time, right? You don't have to beat every single thing in 100. But, anyways, you can play um, like circuits then. You, you can battle like you're playing Mario Kart and all of Luigi or um, a Koopa, the Koopalings come down and they race you. And there are these virtual Koopalings, you know, and they're throwing stuff at you and you're throwing stuff at them. So like when you get hit with a shell, like your cart stops in the physical world. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. um, and then like you spin out or whatever, but you're, you know, you're playing your VR and there's a camera on it. So the camera, what you see is, the physical world with Luigi in there and all the things that are going on. But it's crazy because there's eight different courses or like circuits, I would say with three courses inside of them. And they're all themed. Like one is an eight bit themed where all the gates turn into eight bit things. And then there's little, uh, eight bit, um, Goombas going back and forth that you have to dodge. There's one that's like a Western theme and there's winds that are blowing and you, your, your card is like blowing all over the place and you have to like correct it. It's 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 crazy. That's cool. yeah, it's that's so cool. cool. Like even though I played for like an hour the same exact course, it felt really different to me um, every single time I played because there's different elements, different things like this. And it's like one of those games that you know it's uh, Michael and I, you and I were talking about. It's like when you you bring a drone up in the air for the first time, or like mm. you 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 know, playing Bulletstorm for the first time. It's just joy. I'm just like this is so much fun. Nice. Um, and I'm sitting there, and I even let Heather play a little bit. She's like, "That's cool, whatever." Um, but I think that you know, <laughs> it it the the enjoyment of of seeing it, but it's really like it's weird because it's augmented reality. So when you're playing it, when you're looking at the Switch itself, right? 
it looks like you're going pretty fast and you're doing stuff and things are going, but then you look and it's just a little, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's not going fast. <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just this little tidy Luigi going across, but yeah, it's fun. You, I've run into, you know, a bunch of stuff. It holds up pretty good. The battery life of the cart seems to be about two to three hours or so. Oh, that's so it's not bad. Yeah, pretty good. That's a good um, amount of game time. I will say though, that you, you need to have a pretty open environment. You know, they say that your switch needs to be within 15 to 20 feet. I saw okay. these these guys on YouTube. They rented out an entire uh, K1 go-kart facility, oh, like geez. a physical oh, one. Man. And then they set up the things and like they were having a lot of connectivity issues. So the problem is, is in, in our place, I started in the living room and I went up into the kitchen, which is a straight shot to the left, which is then the fridge is now between us and a wall. And right around there, the reception sort of dropped and it sort of went in and out a little bit. Um, it wasn't anything I couldn't play a, 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 a play around. And if I moved into the kitchen, like if I sat at the table, it probably would have been better. It didn't really matter where you sit. But you sort of have to have a pretty open space. And this is a game, obviously, that you have to have some space. Like you could have you could do a really small one if you're in a 10 by 10 room. But, you know, you're going to have to have a little bit of floor space um, to do this thing. in. so if you're in a small apartment, um, it does work on carpet. It does work as long as it's not a shag rug. We have a shag rug carpet. It does not work on that. But we also have the thinner (laughs) we we have thinner uh, rugs and it works just fine there. But um, 150 cc that thing cruises pretty good. I mean, it's nice. it's, uh, it's it's going, and then it's cool because there's you know you get the the weapons in the game, and you get mushrooms, and you get you know blue shells and red shells, and you're throwing it at people. And then some of the courses they'll be like you know mushrooms and coins sitting around, or like as you'll zoom through a gate, so you'll hit a gate, and all of a sudden like the cart just goes like you, you know. It's cool. I don't know. It's it, it, I don't know. It's amazing. It, it blows cool. my mind. It's it's and it's easy to set up and take down. It takes yeah. you know maybe like three or four minutes to to tear up and to create the course maybe takes five minutes. So there's a little bit of ceremony with it, but um, it's joyous. It's very joyous. I, I recommend. I didn't play multiplayer because we do have a a Mario one, but I, I decided to uh, ship that off uh, to some friends on eBay um, because um, I just. I know that we won't. It won't be worth the, the actual. If if they sold the cart separately, then that would be worth it. But the problem is, you're buying the cart and all the other stuff. So yeah. uh, yes. maybe if they sell the cart separately for like sixty bucks or something, then I'd pick it up. But it's well uh, well put together. It's it's uh, super cute. I, I don't know. I, I was having a having a blast with it. Besides that, it broke my TV. So besides- <laughs> well, that's awesome. <laughs> now, the, with, with the cardboard, so you have to use all what four gates, right? Four gates, you said. Yes, and sir. you have to use them all. And 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 does the does the switch have it like um or does the game have an orientation to that or just how does it know you're using the gates? What's it looking for? Because I've been confused with the whole gate thing. Oh yeah, so uh, I think what it is. So there's a big camera on the on the Mario Kart, right? And when you when you set it up, you literally scan a QR code on the TV, and that's how okay. it pairs. It pairs okay. to it, right? And it's really cute because there's a button to turn it off. And like when you turn on the on the game, it's like start your engines. And it's like, ah. you know, you press on the button. Very cute. Um, so the gates are four colors. There's a black one and then there's um, red, yellow, green or something. Yeah. Blue, okay. yellow, green. One of those. They're very primary colors. And they just say one, two, three, four basically on them. So what the game is doing 
is I think that the game is looking for there's a there's a something printed on them. So I think it's doing object detection and color detection and looking for those primary colors and it marks the gates. Oh, okay. So I think that's what it's doing, but it knows where the gates are on. So if you move the gate like during the game, it knows that you move the gate because it's looking for that thing. Gotcha. And um, so it'll tell you that it's there and it, and, but the course that is laid down is the one that you created. So if you do move the gate, it doesn't change the course. You'd have to recreate the course, um, which again, just, you just drive it and you know, that's how you've created it. Um, but yeah, I think that's what it's looking for. It's looking for those four and you have to have all four, but again, they can be in any order. So you could put them all in a, in a square back to back to back and you could do figure eights right around it. Mm. or something like that if you wanted to it's just how you drive through it so however you drive the course is going to be the course that the enemy sets it up and then that's what it's looking for but you have to go one two three four like that's how it does and at the beginning of every race it's quite fun you have to line up at the starting line which is in front of gate one so as i go through and like i'm racing to the end or whatever and then i literally like back up i'll back up through the gate and i'm like and i'm good like it gives you like just enough time to back up basically and to mm-hmm. start the next circuit <laughs> anyways it's a freaking blast um cool it's, it's it's really well done i don't know if it's like it's wor- i don't know if it's worth $100 you know mm-hmm. that's a big price tag for buying buying stuff but i i do feel like i've had a lot of fun in the 2 hours that i've played is that worth $50 an hour i don't know but like I'll probably play it a lot more and um, I'll see like if I get 10 hours out of it, I'll be pretty happy with it. Um, But so far I'm, I'm impressed Uh, just playing by myself seems fun. There's also time trials. So you can do time trials on it uh, as well, um, which is cool. But would you say that's the game of the, of the two uh, like the Labo and this, which one would you go for? Uh, It's way better. Oh, nice. Yeah, cool. Because you, mm. you, you're up and running and playing in 10 minutes, not in yeah. hours, right? Yeah. All my Labo, I've either never completed or just, you know, game yeah. basically. It's just... Because, this is like a game. You're actually yeah. doing more with it. Gotcha. And the cardboard is very... The cardboard condenses down into like a 12 by 4 inch tube, basically. So you can store oh, okay. it really easily, right? Yeah. Okay. So the gates, they're on little... Um, there's little pieces of plastic on swivels that, so the, the gate swivels and collapses into itself. Okay. So it's cool. really, it's, it's really well taking done. up as much room. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. It takes up as much room as, um, like two Nintendo switches, you know, side by side, basically. Oh, nothing to it. Yeah. Yeah. So you put that cool. in a closet really easily and it comes in a sleeve so you can put them back in a sleeve. So they're not just like going around, but anyways, it's super fun. Um, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it so much. Like, I feel as though like it, it, it is really, really good. It's not perfect. Right. There was some connectivity issues here and there, but you know, Mm -hmm. um, I I guess that it didn't like deter me from playing the game. And like, I just moved around to the, like once I knew that like, Oh, I can't keep my Nintendo switch like in, in a, in a box, basically away from the cart because the cart is talking to the switch sends the live video feed over, which is cool. The one problem I have with it is that you can't capture photos or capture gameplay video. You can't like hold down the share button because it must be using like too much processor or whatever, yeah. like Fortnite. So anyways, yeah. it's kind of a bummer because it'd be fun to share some of that stuff. You know, yeah. it's probably like I think in the past two, we mentioned it was probably some security. security. Yeah, there's security yeah. issues with that and all they that kind kids of stuff. Sharing videos of their homes. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, it's probably. good. I, I cool. recommend it. Yeah. It's probably sold out everywhere, but um, yeah. Yeah, that's 
That's really fun. At least it's something that turned out to be better than what we were expecting. Like, I definitely was not expecting a lot from this. And if if you've got the room and you got the money, it seems like it'd be a really fun thing for a family of two or three or whatever. Buy a couple mm-hmm. of these cards, and I could see mm-hmm. kids just spending hours setting up awesome tracks and then racing. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's you the know, fun it, part is is going on on YouTube and seeing the stuff that people set up. Like even the one reviewer for I think in Gadget or IGN. She um she set up like these spooky Halloween courses and all this stuff. Oh, that's and cool. As, yeah, you could, you can spend some serious time, or you could just set it up and play it really quick. It's like up to you, you know. Yeah, just if you want to race real quick. I mean, this is the kind of stuff you used to do with you know matchbox cars and things like that, except you actually get to race afterwards. So it, yeah. it is very cool, and I can yeah. see this being a huge uh, gift for for kids and stuff for hot for Christmas. It'd be oh, awesome. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be the what sells switches probably this. This holiday season. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very cool. Uh, for me, I've just been playing a couple of the usuals at Animal Crossing, of course, Witcher 3. And then I did pick up, we've talked about it in the past, but Volta X. It was on sale, so I decided to jump in on this one. This is really, really interesting. The art style is really cool. It's kind of got this animated, cartoony like art style to it. And basically, you are piloting these uh, battling robots and you're not doing so much the the hands-on-hand fighting you're controlling the pilots and what happens is it goes into battle mode you see a top kind of like pokemon where you see mm. the two pokemon or like about to battle each other on top and then underneath you have your 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 commands and in this case you run your pilots around for different rooms of the robot so they start in whatever position they're in and each pilot maybe one is better at uh mechanics right so if 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 the enemy hits you your room starts on fire you send the mechanic pilot to start fixing it because you're going to fix it faster than maybe your melee fighting pilot Mm. would be able to fix it so you're kind of it's it's all about management and the battle itself you don't even really need to watch that you just want to send pilots to where they can do an attack so let's say you have a drill arm uh equipped on your on your robot you send a pilot to do that once he's in the room because it does take a little while for them to move across the like the map to the room once they're in the room you target the enemy robot they do their attack then maybe you want to move that pilot somewhere else while another one is running somewhere so you're constantly moving these pieces and keeping track of what the damage is so that you're you know, okay, I'm going to send two to the to the the drill and to the missile. This other guy's got to put the fire out over here because I'm going to lose that weapon if that room burns up. And mm. it's whoever uh, loses, basically. It's like whoever loses the most parts. So, like, if you get uh, 100% of the head damage, then that's it. The game's over. Or you manage to chip away at every component of the opposing robot. So it's really, really cool. I like the upgradability of the robots. I like the strategy of the robot. Uh, there is a ton of, it seems like, online. So you could go online and battle people. There's a good story campaign that's really fun and interesting so far. And you're recruiting new pilots. You're recru- you're, you're trying to get new weapons and, and crafting these weapons. And so there's the strategy aspect. And then there's base building as well. So your pilots obviously need somewhere to stay. And you if anybody remembers like fallout shelter or anything like that, you're basically setting up a shelter that looks just like fallout shelter. So you're putting a command room and a sleeping quarters and a, and a kitchen and a whatever, and your pilots get 
things from that. So if they rest, they're more rested for battle. If they work in the mechanic shop, that's where you take components and put them together so that you can equip them on your robot. Um, really, really cool. You can even customize the color of your robot if you want to get into that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm very early into it, maybe five, a little bit more hours. But so far, I'm liking it. I think I'm. I'm. I think it's really interesting. If it's still on sale, I can't remember what I, what I picked it up for. But uh, it's definitely worth looking into if you are into these sort of stri- strategy, you know, um, management type games. This would be something that would be a fun one. So Volta X. Very cool. That's yeah, it's really an rad. interesting one. It's been fun. Been fun. Nice. That's it. We did it. I I talked for a long time on Mario Kart. Everyone enjoy that. (laughs) Cool. All right. I think that's going to do it for this week's Nintendo Dispatch and our official Mario Kart Live Home Circuit Review. Uh, Of course, check us out everywhere on the internet. Go to NintendoDispatch.com. You can find us on Twitter, on our Discord, or just, um, like I said, go ahead and make sure you share this with a friend. And uh, if you want to leave a review, that'd be awesome as well. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's podcast. So until next week, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch.